Welcome to the Happy Homeschooler Podcast, a digital support group for everyone interested in a learning lifestyle. I'm your host, Melody. I'm your co-host, Holly. Holly, today we're going to talk about uh, getting back to school after a break. But before we do that, tell me, what have you been doing since we last talked? Oh, my goodness. We have been busy with all kinds of uh, holiday activities, Um, putting up lights, decorating the house, going to see lights. We went to um, the Trail of Lights last night. It's a drive-through this year. And that was really fun. They had it all concentrated into one, uh, like a smaller area. So when we drove into the park, it was so bright and it was so um, magical looking. It was really fun. That's good. So yeah. not driving through neighborhoods. You have like your community has a Oh, yeah, a a nearby town has a trail of lights. Normally you walk through it, but this year it's a Uh, Mm drive-through. Just like our little town this year, instead of the parade being people sitting still watching the parade go by, the parade floats were stationary and the people drove through. What an interesting idea. a little different take on I love the the creativity that people are bringing to the restrictions we're under right now. I do too. People are being creative, like ways to still celebrate put up the lights mm-hmm. put up, find ways to get together without yeah. being too close to each other what else have y'all done oh um you know going sh- shopping getting things uh for gifts shopping online mainly and then i saw the funniest meme on facebook it said um if your package hasn't arrived put check in the tracking it's <laughs> it's too late now or something it's in god's hands or something. oh it made me laugh because It'll get there when it gets there. Uh, yeah because i have a package uh an order that i placed on november 27th and it hasn't moved to the post oh. office yet and i'm stressing out about it but you know that's if that's my worst problem that's kind of a it's going to be all right what have you been up to not a lot we've just been uh we've we haven't done as much this year as we usually do but mm-hmm. we have had some family gatherings and so that was a lot of fun. Campfire, bonfires. And oh, nice. Outside and then just, you know, getting together to eat and talk and laugh and talk and eat some more. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that. But work has been busy. So um, I'm actually glad to have a break now. Sure. And uh, take care of some of the things I had on my list, but they haven't happened yet. You just have to give it a lick and a promise and Something keep going like on. That. Yep. That's Every now and then we're looking around, it's like, where's this decoration? And did that not come out of the, the Christmas boxes? Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll put it up next year because I don't know where it is. Yeah, all my decorating um, takes days to do. What it used to be, I would do it in one night after my kids went to bed. When I had five kids, I was actually more efficient, I think. But with one kid, it just seems to take, I do a bit each Love day. It. It's taken me a week to put up the outside decorations, and now we have rain. So it'll get done. It'll you get know? done. It's kind of fun that way. You can savor it. We um, put things up a little at a time, usually, mm-hmm. as I have time in between all the other things I'm doing, which is just like life. Right. Well, it's good if you um, have a break and you can do those things, and I think a lot of people are taking a break right now. A lot of people are. Well, I was listening to some moms last week who were talking about being Glad to take a break, but not sure how they wanted to work their way back into their routine after the break. So um, it was interesting to hear those ideas. Some of them are going to jump right in. Some of them are going to ease their way in. Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about that. That's something everybody's either after your winter break or after your summer break. You're always facing that. How do we get going again? The transition point. 
Right. And my family, we have done that both ways. Sometimes we just picked right back up where we left off. Mm -hmm. But more and more, I think we eased back in. Like we would start with, um, after Christmas, writing thank you notes. And that was part of our routine, getting out the pencil and start those writing activities again, because there were a lot. And for the little ones, that was a lot of writing. (laughs) Yeah. And little kids aren't big into writing. So we would kind of ease back into the school things by doing that during our school time and then, you know, just pick up the load and get a little bit more each time. Uh, what are you planning to do this coming year? Oh, um, well, we started our break a couple days ago. We were going to go until the end of this week and then start our break on Monday. But, um, you know, there were too many things to do and we can always figure out a way to catch up on a couple little things mm-hmm. we didn't finish. So we'll just, um, we'll probably start off with a full day just because a full day for us is maybe two hours. Right. So, you know, we're, we're second grade this mm-hmm. year, but I know a lot of people who are changing, um, it's and a- they're busy. Um, I've been mentoring, a, a really neat gal named Lindsay, um, helping her and she's changing from, um, like kind of like a workbook. Um, it's, she's been using easy peasy. Mm-hmm. and um the online the online easy, and easy. i guess she printed out a bunch of stuff too but she's not hasn't been too happy with it um it didn't suit her son very well so she's changing to ambleside online which is a charlotte mason mm-hmm. um method of education and so she's been gathering all her materials and i've been sharing my schedules with her and we've been talking about how to do Charlotte Mason. So she's using her break, like she's having a working break because she's using her break to prepare uh, for the new semester. And I think a lot of people probably are doing that, if, especially if you just started homeschooling in August and you got a curriculum and you realize it's maybe not as suitable for your family as you thought. I think a lot of people are changing or I starting so. homeschooling. I have a friend who just started, oh, just now started about two and a half weeks ago. She took her child out of public school and she started homeschooling. I so. think it's a good time for that kind of reevaluation. Mm-hmm. Plus, you've been doing it for enough months to know what works and what doesn't. Exactly. And what you like and what you would like to improve. And so either, I mean, even a couple of breaks. It's still a break because you're not doing your normal right. routine or your normal planning. You're right. thinking about what else you might do, or you just have some downtime finally to do a little research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's exactly what's what, out there. where a lot of people are. Um, so if you're switching gears, you probably do have to use your break to heavily prepare mm-hmm. for getting back into the swing of things in January, uh, whenever you're going to pick back up. We usually pick up after um, Epiphany. So after January 6th is when we'll, we'll start school. We usually do the same. And... If somebody needs a little extra time, it's fine. If you start two weeks, you don't have to necessarily start on January the 1st. Mm -hmm. You can give it a week or two. It's better to be prepared and then jump in. Yeah, your schooling will go a lot better if you are well prepared when you get ready to start. It's not helpful. Even if you are picking up where you left off and you know where all your books are, it's not helpful on the first day that you're getting back to lessons to be searching for everything. And, well, where were we in this book? And, you know, it's... Kids can tell if you're not prepared, and they don't really respect what you're trying to do at that time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we always did. Just that whole time to stop and take a look at what we've done, where, how much 
more do we need to do to get to where we want to be at the end? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we adjust our expectations a little bit. We also always have a big deep clean that goes on after Christmas. When oh, we're taking yes. everything down and mm-hmm. reorganizing. And sometimes that's just part of getting back into the break is reorganizing things and knowing putting things back where they go mm-hmm. and oh d- particularly during the holidays um things can get mislaid because sure you're can. you're moving something you want to decorate this one table or this shelf and you take something and put it somewhere else in the past I, i'm not doing it this year but in the past anything i cleared off of a table i would put in the box that had the holiday decorations in it mm-hmm, so that when that. I would get ready to go put the holiday decorations back in the box, I found the things I had moved. Mm-hmm. Um, this year I just picked up my guest room, which we're not having guests right now because <laughs> it's a pandemic. So my guest room has become like a warehouse for the rest of the house. Your decorator's closet. Right. Yeah. So that's where all the pictures and things that I took down to make way for holiday decorations are living right now. It's It's really a nightmare in there. Still, it's not a bad thing to see everything all at once and then go through and Mm -hmm. things end up in different and new places when you come back. But for us, it was always the crafting items that ended up, you know, someone's got a secret surprise for someone. So those supplies end up in the bedroom and then not everything gets back where it goes. And we just we just take stock and kind of reorganize things before we get going and. Or, or as we get going. That's just part of the housekeeping when we get started again. Yeah. But um, the other part of that is, you know, what what is working that we want to keep curriculum-wise? And what do we want to change? And what do we want to change to? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, getting the kids' input on how's it going, what areas are working well for you, what would make it work better, um, getting some of their input. It's just a good... Downtime is always a good time to have those discussions. It is. And and when you say also evaluating, you know, evaluating your household routines. Absolutely. Did they work? Is getting up at this time working? Is, um, you know, going to these classes working? All those kind of things that when they're working well, your day moves seamlessly. And when they're mm-hmm. not, you just seem to run into snags everywhere you go. That's true. That's so true. And even if you're a person that's not naturally... Uh, inclined to lists or routines you might find that they really can be free up some time for you to do all the more creative things you Mm -hmm. want to do because the basics are taken care of exactly and you you don't have to think about them over and over again I found that um, once you do things like that you know it's kind of automatic like you don't have to really think about it and thinking about what to do and when takes up a lot of time lots of time yeah so during your during your break you know, switching, if you're switching gears and you're evaluating everything, that's a good time to do it. I mean, your schedule's not going to be the same because it's the holidays, but you will get a good idea of what was working and what wasn't working. What do I want to change? Things that irritate you. I call that my punch list. <laughs> the things that irritate me, I just, um, I just kind of keep them. I, I either write them down or they're just in the back of my mind. But, you know, for example, if you're always trying to find your materials, that kind of tells you that you haven't found a place to keep them where you can access them and put them back. Mm-hmm. So that's that would be something on my punch list because looking for your materials takes up too much time. So, you know, figuring out what, what worked, what didn't, figuring out when you want to get back to school, mm-hmm. all these kinds of things are good to do during your break. I agree. 
We're going to take a short break to hear a word from our sponsor, and when we return, we'll talk more about ways to get back into school after a holiday break. Our podcast today is sponsored by Transcript Maker. Transcript Maker is part of the Homeschool Connect Expo. Tell us what that is. The Homeschool Connect Expo is a virtual homeschool conference that people can attend. Um, So just like you would normally go to a homeschool conference, this way you can go to it, again, from the comfort of your own home. Oh, yes, with the internet. With the internet. On your computer. Well, I guess on On your your phone phone or anything. Yeah, it's set up for you to um, attend it from any device that accesses the internet. So that's cool. You can do it from your phone, your tablet. so handy. Um, So we have a booth there. What will people find in our booth? Well, our booth is chock full of all kinds of helpful information. We've got our videos that talk about how to create transcripts, what to put on transcripts. We've got a link to our ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Creating a Homeschool Transcript. We have also got, and this is so generous and fun, a 20% off code. So you can go to our booth and get 20% off your Transcript Maker subscription. Oh, that's really generous. That's really nice. Um, so go to the booth and find the code. What else do they want to do? Well, first of all, you want to get to the Homeschool Connect Expo. Okay. That's www.homeschoolconnectexpo.com. And then create your free account so you can go to all the booths. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Not just ours. <laughs> well, go to ours first. And then... <laughs> Um, okay, so you said it was free, and how long will it be available? It is ongoing through 2021. All year. All year. Oh, that's really good. I think that's especially nice this year when there's so many. We aren't traveling. We aren't going anywhere. So you can still get out, find the information. And it's home. wonderful for people who are just starting to homeschool because, you know, a lot of homeschool conferences happen in the summer, and if you decide to homeschool after they're done, uh, at Christmas, you're yeah. out. You don't get to go to a homeschool conference, but this way you can go to a homeschool conference all year. So whether you decide to visit our booth at the Homeschool Connect Expo or go to our website at www.transcriptmaker.com, either way you can get a 14-day free trial. Give us a test drive and see how we work. Transcript Maker. Simply better transcripts. All right, let's get back into our discussion about getting back to school after a holiday break. Um, one of the things we always started off with at some point during that break was sitting down with my calendar and my planner and looking ahead to the next few months to see what was the next most important thing and planning the holidays that are coming up mm-hmm. and just the di- getting different events on the calendar because, you know, taking one off the wall, putting the other one up or getting right. a new 2021 planner and there are all the things that need to be put in there Mm -hmm. um what is your typical routine for getting that started it's similar um in uh august or september i buy a teacher planner Mm -hmm. and it goes through to the next year so you buy an august to may i do i think it's august to august or august to july Mm -hmm. but anyway i always sit down with it and i put in everything for the whole year but then you know life happens Mm -hmm. and you have to Go back over. So, for instance, I thought we would be um, further ahead with our math than we are. Mm-hmm. So I have to reorganize where we are and what we're going to get done. Now it looks like math will probably go through the end of June, which won't make my son too happy. Unless we speed up a little bit. You know, and some lessons are absorbed more easily than others. That's true. And sometimes you can sneak in a lesson without it even seeming like a lesson and do two in one day. Yeah, sneaky homeschooling. I love it. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so I'm going to have to reevaluate some of the things about where we are. And then um, I think I already had plugged in the um, spring break, which, mm-hmm. you know, spring break, we always take our spring break when the public school does. Not because we're on their schedule, but because some of the friends we have are in public school. Same for us. And that allows my son to have some more opportunities with his friends. We have um, done a lot of outdoor things with our little group of friends. And so if they're off and we're off, we could maybe, you know, go to a park and have a little play date or something like that. But if we're doing school while they're off, well, that's not very helpful. No, it doesn't so, mesh very well. So that won't change. But there are other things. Like maybe there are some opportunities that have come up that you didn't have in the fall that you want to incorporate in the spring semester. So you will have to add those in and then figure out how that all plugs together. And so even if you planned ahead of time like I did, my very hopeful idealistic planning, then reality hits and I have to make some course corrections for uh, the rest of the school year. Right. Well, you have to start somewhere. You mm-hmm. can always make adjustments, which we, we did all the time, make adjustments. But then new events are on the calendar that I didn't know about at the beginning of the school year. Right. And uh, we just have to sit down and kind of adjust things to what has actually happened and see what needs to be changed. Right. And if you have a plan, it's easier to adjust it than to create something on the fly which is what makes homeschooling hard if you don't have a plan and you're just doing something every day by the seat of your pants, you're going to feel really stressed and frustrated. Whereas if you have a plan and you need to adjust one component of the plan, at least everything else is already in place. You've got a framework. Well, you lose momentum if you Mm -hmm. don't have a plan. If you know what you're doing, you can just jump in there. It's like having your routine. It just keeps going and you get things done just because it's time to do the next thing and you know what the next mm-hmm. thing is so you pull it out and pop yeah, it in. Yeah so now's a good time to gather all those planning materials if you need a new calendar if your kid needs a calendar you know it's really good to teach kids to use planners as well so they can learn that skill and be responsible for themselves so everybody in our family everybody gets a calendar at Christmas. Oh same for us mm-hmm. and they love their calendars and they sit you know they usually have them up someplace well, my kiddos shared rooms, but they all had a spot in the room that was their spot. Mm-hmm. And those calendars would go up there and then they would, you know, fill them full of all the things that were going on. Some of them like to use the calendar to mark events and some mm-hmm. of them didn't want to mess it up because they like the pictures. Oh, <laughs> sure. And then that kind of, it was interesting to watch. Those natural planners were filling theirs up. Mm-hmm. And the ones who are not naturally planners were just admiring the pictures. <laughs> but um, but we did use it as a tool to learn how to make plans. And um, when something, we also have a family calendar. Oh, yes. And everybody knows if it's not written on the family calendar, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's not, not happening. a thing at all. And so right. they know to put it on the calendar. And this last month, we had a lot of things going on or people I'm fortunate to live near my adult children and I get to have the grandchildren over quite often there were a lot of moving parts this year where I had to keep asking like what day did you need me to watch them while you ran to do this <laughs> and it wasn't on it wasn't written on the calendar that's oh like, yeah you're so oh, go write it down yeah that's a that's another thing is that you know you have your long-range planning and then you need your micro planning so that like maybe exactly. designated day, maybe on Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon, you sit down and you get all that stuff on the calendar. 
And one of the things that's important to put on the calendar are any um, dates you need to handle memberships. So mm-hmm. if your kid um, is in Scouts or you are buying a membership for some kind of a, like a children's museum or things, things that have to be renewed, all those things you want to plan for that too because there's nothing more disappointing than missing a deadline or if there's a special discount and you didn't pay for your membership by that time. So I write everything on the calendar. At the end of the year, when I look back, I think, oh my goodness, there's so much stuff on there. But I can't keep it all in my brain. And I don't know, um, I'm just going to say, I don't think it's a good idea to try to keep all that stuff in your brain. No, there's other stuff that needs to be in there. Mm -hmm. But I also, it's like a a brain dump where it all goes on to the calendar, so I don't have to. You don't have to remember it, for sure. um, you know, that can be your paper calendar, or you can use your devices, but I like having alerts that will remind me that... Oh, my I, goodness, you know, yes. Set up do. all your alerts, <laughs> too. That's right. Yeah, I always tell my husband, use the technology that's at your disposal. Make um, your life easier. Make your life easier. What do you say? Um, you'll thank your future self. I yes. always love that. Be nice to your future mm-hmm. self. Be nice to your future and, self. Um, so we do the same thing. And then also our community plans the next semester for co-op or we plan the next semester for uh, whatever summer activities are coming up. We do all those kinds of things, but there's a lot of planning meetings. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you get those things on there too. Right. And you don't, you don't want your kids to be disappointed because you didn't plan ahead and they miss out on something because it wasn't on the calendar and you didn't meet a deadline. Oh, that's right. And, you know, by March, a lot of the summer things are starting to circulate and you need to sign up for them. So, you know, if there's a date to sign up for something, get it on your calendar now. You're going to have a much better school year with all that stuff written down and then you won't have to remember it. One of the other things I like to do heading back into the new school year is to prep some meals ahead of time. That's a great idea. Prep some breakfast, prep some dinners. I even like to make a whole loaf of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and throw them in the freezer. Really? Oh, yeah. Are those not soggy when they, they fall are, out? This is the best tip. Now, this is not my original tip. I learned it from um, a blogger, um, Money Saving Mom. I thought, this is amazing. My kid eats a peanut butter and jelly sandwich just about every day. So I tried it. You make the sandwiches per normal, Put them in the freezer. Even with the jelly. Even with the jelly. And, well, you've heard of Lunchables. Well, yeah. It's I similar. <laughs> yeah, it's I similar. Because it I, I thought the same thing. Oh, my goodness. Well, they already have them in the freezer in at the, the store. Fr- yes, they do. So, anyway, you just make your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I put a little piece of wax paper in between each one. So, I, mm-hmm. I take out a whole loaf of bread. I make like it all into peanut butter and jelly. Yep. And then I put it back in the bread bag, put the twisty tie, throw it in the freezer. And then the night before... So even though we homeschool, I like to get school lunches made. So the night before, I put a sandwich in the little uh, reusable sandwich box mm-hmm. and put it in the fridge. And when he's ready to eat it, it's perfect. And everybody oh, I've awesome. told this has said, oh, my gosh, it's so revolutionary. My niece is making weeks worth of peanut butter and jelly for her kids. It's super easy, and you don't have to think about it. We also buy – so I know some people say don't buy individually packaged items. And if you have a, a big family, it's not – efficient it's not cost effective but, right, but because i only have one little person i buy all kinds of individually packaged items and then i'll tell him you get your sandwich pick out a bag of chips or get a granola bar and crackers whatever he knows what he's allowed to have mm-hmm. and then he puts it in his lunchbox and when it's time to eat lunch he just gets his lunchbox and he can eat lunch 
That's such a great idea because you could also use that if you suddenly needed to leave the house. You could oh, just yeah. grab a few sandwiches exactly. and off you go. Yeah, it's perfect. We, we or all... anybody could get in there. And yeah, get I mean, even grown-ups like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> yeah, so and I, I like to make um, those meals that you can prep up and bake ahead of time, like baked oatmeal for breakfast. Oh, right. The breakfast kind of things, breakfast right. things. Um, we used to always like make extra pancakes or extra waffles and freeze right. them because then you can just pop because them because it's the so time consuming to get started. Oh, so my you goodness, might as yes. well just make extra. I'll spend some time on the weekends making oat waffles, mm-hmm. and again, just pull them out of the freezer and give it a little microwave or whatever. You're ready to go. So it's it's only like to make a whole loaf of peanut butter and jelly maybe takes 15 minutes, and to get all the stuff out and make one sandwich probably takes five. So, so saving time and right saving time, time and and using your ingredients more efficiently because I actually measure with the measuring spoon, but you know same thing with with meals you know make um I we like this uh, Mexican lasagna make a Mexican lasagna ahead or make mm-hmm. a regular lasagna or make shepherd's pie whatever you y'all like to eat right or double a recipe and freeze double half. a recipe and freeze it. yeah we've done that mm-hmm. and uh, the other thing is just making a plan. Well, yes, week. make a meal plan. I mean, that's not what we're talking about today, but having a, right. a plan for the week and then your groceries run is more efficient. And you don't have to think at the end of the school day when you're so brain fried, oh, what am I going to make for dinner? Which is what I've been doing the past couple of weeks. And I'm telling you, I'm kicking myself for not making oh, more time to plan ahead. that's a morning question. What's for supper tonight in the morning after breakfast? Because then if it needs to be thawed, I can get it out mm-hmm. then. Or if it needs to be thrown in the crock pot. Get it yes. Then. Yes. I haven't been doing a good job. So in the new year, I want to get back to doing really good meal planning because it's stressful. Um, and then we eat dinner later. You know, it just it makes everything go right so much longer than it has to. Whereas if I had planned ahead and I could just pop something in the oven or like you said, oh, go scoop it out of the crock pot. Right. Speaking of the crock pot, I also like to make steel cut oats in the crock pot at night and then you get up in the morning you have a nice hot delicious breakfast waiting for you we do that where you put apples in there and cinnamon Mm. and your house smells so good when you get up in the morning and it's already ready crock pots are really handy they're super handy um i haven't tried an instapot but i know a lot of people like those it's on my list (laughs) i'm a slow cooker not a fast cooker (laughs) but yes you want to do things that make your life easier so that you can have more availability for your homeschooling. Because mm-hmm. homeschooling is a full-time job. Right. And so anything you can do to make all the other periphery things easier makes your job as a homeschool parent easier. It's true. If it's part of the routine. Because mm-hmm. that was one of our routines. On Wednesday, I would plan the next week's uh, meals. And then I, we... Well, at that time, it was Wednesday because we Friday was a shopping day. But uh-huh. ours day is different now but anyway you know that way when that week's meals were at the end the next one was already ready and all the ingredients were there Mm -hmm. um i'd like to get into prepping things when i get them home from the grocery store but that hasn't quite happened yet where we like wash all the vegetables and oh yeah and and all that haven't done all that yet but i'm sure it would be amazing my husband eats a lot of salad and so he i joke around with him that he buys five dollars a salad a day <laughs> and sometimes it's kind of close to that if he can't find a salad he likes to look for the markdowns um, because they're still fresh and good that mm-hmm. day but i thought wouldn't it be smart if on the weekend i chopped a whole bunch of kale and 
cabbage and all the things that we like in our salads. And then we just had a big bowl of salad to scoop out That'd during the week. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> I'm telling myself this, everybody. I've got to do it too. <laughs> well, expect an update in a few months. Right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> the pressure is on now. Will that work? Okay. So meal planning and uh, planning. Another thing that we do at this time of the year, or I did, was kind of start planning for the next year because I could already tell about where we were going to end up. Mm-hmm. And uh, would start scouting out what materials we might need for the next year so that, of course, this was then when the book fairs happened, which were usually in April or May, I would already know what I was looking for. Well, the other important part about that is if you think you're going to homeschool for 2021-2022, which seems like it's really far away, um, when you know already what you need and you see a great deal pop up on your local list, snag it. I have Mm -hmm. math for the next two years because I was watching. I know what we're going to be doing, and I was watching for it, and I grabbed it as quick as I could. And so that will help you immensely because, boy, talk about being able to plan ahead when you have materials on hand already for the next year or two. And when you know what you like, you can watch out for it. That's where those, you know, the community groups where someone's Mm -hmm. finishing up with something and you can get it Mm -hmm. from your friend comes in so handy right so i just i get excited about the new the new semester you know had a break a little time to to rest and relax and then get excited about what we're going to be doing the next uh you know next haul five Mm -hmm. months or so and thinking about well are we going to uh, keep schooling like a school year calendar. Are we going to try year-round schooling? I still haven't done it. Not yet. You know, but this is all always a good time to evaluate all those things and, and get ready and fresh to go in January. I think the, I think breaks are important. They mm-hmm. give us a, a well-needed rest or a change in the routine. Yeah, that change. And then we're glad to get back. It is. Glad to get back in the swing of things and jump in and get ready to go. Uh, can you think of any other things that you do to get ready to go again? Well, you know, what? I, one of the things I do is I talk to my son about when we're going to get back to school because kids so just really him. like, yeah, well, kids really like breaks. Yes, they do. They, um, you know, and my son cracks me up because he'll say, oh, I hate doing school. And I say, what is so awful about this story that we're reading? In fact, he has been badgering me. It's super funny. We were supposed, we were, had started reading Robin Hood mm-hmm. and we stopped and we need to finish it. And he said, I don't, I don't know why we're not reading it. We need to read it. So he's badgering oh. me about reading this book, which is actually on a list of books to read for school. For school. So I... when he complains about school, I think, are you serious? Because you're badgering me to read this book we're supposed to read already. What he doesn't well, like is having to take time out of his day of building uh, Lego and, and watching Minecraft, Minecraft video. Yeah, playing Minecraft. To do math. To do math, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he doesn't like. But when we actually get started doing the things and he's doing a good job at it, he's having a good time. But, you know, you need to prepare your kids um, because they like their breaks. and mm. Well, they like to know what's going on. Knowing and what's coming up is important. Right. And they're not surprised by it. And also, just as far as arranging your day knowing Mm -hmm. that you can get those things out of the way and work toward the things you enjoy makes it a little bit it's more palatable yeah a little Mm -hmm. bit more fun get things done get that thing you don't like out of the way and then do something fun yeah last night I told my son he had to clean up this area in his room that was very messy before he could get up and watch Saturday morning tv we we allow him to have Saturday morning 
cartoons. So you watch Netflix or YouTube videos, which is mainly what kids seem to like watching. Um, and he was very put out and he was angry and he thought it was going to take forever. And then when I got up this morning, he'd already cleaned it up. I went to check and he was watching his, his Saturday morning shows. And I said, how long did that take? He said, uh, like about 10 minutes. I said, so you mm-hmm. got grumpy and fussy over something that took you 10 minutes. I said, you know what? If you think you can, you can. And if you think you can't, you can't. And all you had to do was say when I told you, oh, I can get that done. And you would have felt much better about it. But you went to the negative thinking. So, you know, just paving the way for them and saying, we're going to go back to school on this day. Right. We need to accomplish these things before we start school. For example, cleaning out your room because you just got a bazillion new toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to get ready so everybody's ready. You know, kids right. have a part in that too. So just getting them on board and helping them to see what you're going to be doing. Talk about, oh, we're going to have spring break at this date. Exactly. What do you want to do for spring break? Then they can also look forward to the new school year. Instead of, it's like you're bringing down a hammer on them. We're starting back to school. Kaboom. <laughs> Fun's over. Kaboom. You know. Hopefully it is enjoyable and they're missing it because you know how once you get out of your routine, you look forward to going back to mm-hmm. that. But all that good training, that's just teaching calendar use mm-hmm. and how to plan and life skills that they need. Right. In a really life-focused way, mm-hmm. just as part of everyday life. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Um, so yeah. I think that if we if we all follow these tips, if I follow my own advice, um, <laughs> I'll be ready for, for the next uh, bit of school. We do trimesters, so we're actually in the second of our three trimesters. Um, well, that's just the way we do three 12-week um, periods of school. Mm-hmm. So we're on our 16th week of the second oh, okay. trimester. But do yeah. You, do you stop and evaluate between trimesters or do you just jump right into the next one? Um, yeah, we just pretty much jump right in. But but I've been but doing... But you planned it out. Yeah, the beginning and I've been year. doing Charlotte Mason with the Ampleside online curriculum mm-hmm. for, for oh my gosh, time. a long time because I did it with my other kids, which is funny because they still had materials left over, like um, some poems that I had printed out for them because... It's a cyclical mm-hmm. um, curriculum. So, um, you know, it was still going to be there for that um, that level that he's in. So I was like, oh, great. I get to pull this out. I already had, because I save everything. Yes, yeah, I save, awesome. I save everything. So, yeah, I think that we'll all be ready after the break. We'll be ready to jump back in if we incorporate these tips. At this time in our podcast, we usually answer a big question, but since this is the last episode for 2020, we want to take this time to thank you, our listeners, for joining us. We do. Our listeners have helped this podcast grow immensely this year, and we couldn't have done it without them. No, it's been great to have some interaction between us and some of the listeners. And we're looking forward to serving you more in 2021. Right. If you have questions or comments, Please send them to us on Twitter at underscore homeschoolpod. Or email us at happyhomeschoolpod at gmail.com. Or look for us at facebook.com slash happyhomeschoolpod. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Melody. I'm Holly. Happy homeschooling. Hi, this is your host, Melody Gillum. Thank you for listening to the Happy Homeschooler podcast, a transcript maker production. My co-host is Holly Williams-Urbach. This episode was produced by Matthew Bass and edited by Nora Williams. Our graphic design is by Pete Soloway, and our music is by The Great Pangolin. You can find our music on YouTube and Twitter at Kylie Wins. That's K-A-I-L-E-Y Wins. 
If you'd like to help our podcast grow, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or, as always, tell people about us. I'm your host, Melody. I'm your co-host, Holly. How are you, Holly? Today, we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to start over.